Thanks for choosing the 77 Podcast Show, a podcast show about the Portland Trailblazers. Let's step into it with Bo Diesel and Mike DC. Talk about the Blazers draft picks that the Blazers drafted just a, a few short days ago. Yeah, it's been heavily covered. Uh, most people across the internet are claiming the Blazers won the draft or that the Blazers did an outstanding job, which uh, I can't disagree with. I really like I really like the three new guys they got coming in. Yeah, A pluses everywhere I've read, and then I find it ironic the one year the Blazers draft correctly, and so the fan base is split on uh, whether or not to trade that draft pick. Um, but I'm excited. I'm extremely excited. Uh, Scoot I think is going to be an amazing player, and they did great with uh, the friend. I'm going to butcher all the names, so. I'll just say the French guy, the Frenchman, and uh, the 23-year-old, uh, soon-to-be 23-year-old, Chris Murray. He's ready yeah, to, He's ready to go. I'm going to go the other way with the names instead of not, um, of not saying the name and not butchering, and I'm going to say it and butcher butcher the name at the same time, uh, Rian Rupert. Uh, nice. Ryan Rupert, whatever people have been calling him, but I believe pronunciation-wise his name is Rian Rupert. And as far as Rian goes... Uh, definitely have heard nothing but positive reviews from specifically the owner of his club in New Zealand, who I saw on a YouTube video, a few interviews with him saying what an outstanding work ethic he has. And I went as far as to ask you earlier in the week, how surprised would you be if the third pick by the Blazers, Rian Rupert, had a better career than, dare I say, either the first two round picks, Scoot or Mr. Murray. Um, interesting, interesting prospect. No one's really talking about him, but according to reports, I think he's going to be outstanding. Very excited to see him. Yeah, and Blazers have on staff Draft Express, worked for ESPN, known guy, I think his name, last name Schmidt. He uh, is a, an assistant GM. He knows the European games. You saw at the press conference with Joe Cronin, we got three guys that were invited to the green room. That rarely happens. That, sh- that says a lot right there. Yeah, it's, it, it's looking good. The future is bright. All three of those players seem serious and wise beyond their years. So I like I like their chances, all one of making the team clearly. And I think these guys a little bit different than we saw with Shaden last year, all the hype surrounding Shaden and easing him into the rotation. Now, you did see some rookie mistakes and he is just a young man who played right, jumped right from high school, basically to the pros, didn't play at Kentucky, of course, as we all know, but the young men that we have coming in, all guys that have played, have played professionally or at a high collegiate level. So these aren't guys that took a break. So for me, it's going to be interesting to see how their minutes accrue during the season and see if we can get them some early minutes early in the season. No need to wait on these guys. None of them need to wait and get acclimated to the game. I think they're all NBA ready. I believe Chauncey was trying to make that in the press conference. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He does this thing where he kind of grabs his chin and says, oh, yeah, yeah, these guys trying to trying to compare and contrast of what Shaden did last year compared to uh, the three guys that are drafted this year. I think they're ready to go. I think they're they're ready to get at least 14 minutes a game. And I expect no less because the Blazers, as the taping of this podcast, released their summer league team. Yeah, starting next week, we get the 
we get to see a little bit of the future with the summer league. So we're, we'll be tuning into that. Now, Mike, where is that? Where do they have summer league games on NBA TV? Correct. Correct. Yes. NBA yeah. TV uh, and uh, league pass. You got Shaden Sharp playing because he does need to play. He actually might need to catch up with the incoming draft picks, especially uh, there and Scoot because, you know, they're playing. They, they've already been a professionals for two years. So they might even be a few steps ahead. And the, what everyone's talking about, the IQ of Chris Murray, twin brother of Keegan Murray of the Sacramento Kings. So I think they're ready. And that might also be an indication of why Watford was let go today as, as the taping of the podcast before we enter free agency in about two minutes. Yeah, I love Trendon. Love what he did. Love the hustle. He'll definitely get picked up by someone. But when you when you think about the the new outlook of this club, a guy like Watford doesn't seem to be a guy who's going to get minutes. So definitely good luck to him, and we'll be seeing him again. And that's a good transition into these draft picks going into the Dame situation. Some people want to call it Dame time, Dame drama, and I'll be the first on the record. This is good. He can tweet all he wants and all this drama. It means the Blazers are on NBA Today lead stories. They're on Twitter. They're putting Portland in the spotlight. I don't mind that. The league probably doesn't mind that. Free agency starts in two minutes, and apparently that meeting uh, last Monday was about the next, uh, you know, the next couple days if they're going to sign anybody, whether he's going to make a decision. Right, and I don't remember the last time that the lead story not just on the basketball front, on the sports front, is where is your top player going to be? Where is he going? Where is he going? For years, we've been fishing around rumors of Dave leaving back and forth, yo-yo. It's a little bit nauseating at this point, but but it's been a good few, two or three weeks now where that has been the lead story across, across the channels. And I don't know what's going to happen. Clearly, no one knows what's going to happen or how you move forward from this. Now, in a general sense, if everyone is going to zig, zag is your move. And at this point, everyone is saying Dame should go, Dame should go, Dame should go as the zig. And here he is at the moment anyway, looks like he's going to stay. So I'll stick with Dame. I'll stick with Zag. I'm happy to have him. Let's move forward. And just a programming note, uh, maybe by the time this podcast gets up, Dame is a Philadelphia 76er. That that could be a possibility too. Yes. But, and if you want to touch on that end of Dame going to the 76ers, uh, I mean, why would he want to go there? This is a franchise that is exact opposite of what the Blazers are trying to build. They've got one superstar where they bring in a new guy to play with him seemingly every season. Why possibly would he want to go there? I mean, would it be nice to jump on Joel Embiid's back? Well, of course. I mean, if you can get up there. But why would you want to do that? I, For me personally, I'd stick with my guns and I'd stay in the place I know loves me. And that's the problem with the Dame situation is you can't trade somebody and expect to get a quality player or or picks back because picks are, you know, their lottery picks. You don't know what you get. They're lottery tickets. You don't, you don't know what you're going to scratch. You don't know what you're going to get. So it's kind of a, you know, not a win win situation, but um, I know he wants to play East. I, I would want to play in the East. It's an easy path to the finals. It's an easy path to the all-stars. So the West is pretty stacked and I would want to be traded to the East, but yeah, you're correct. 76ers. I would leave. I would leave off. That's uh that's the most dramatic, crazy NBA organization in the last couple of years than 
that I would want. I wouldn't want to step into that situation. Yeah, it seems like this year, the Sixers, if they were going to do it, they were going to do it this year. It seemed to be the right mix of guys. But yeah, I mean, we could we could speculate on every team and what uniform Dame would look good in. But at the moment, he's at home. He's staying. And so to avoid the hype of perpetuating where's Dame going to go? What's he going to do? Let's just keep him at home. Let's, let's talk about something else for, for once in ESPN or for the local media, let's talk about something besides and just assume our guy's going to stay with us. I'm with you. I'm in the camp of uh, I'm good. If he goes, I'm good. If he stays, cause I'm, I'm kind of excited about this young blazer team. If Dame wants to stick around for that, I'm excited to see that, see how um, that coaching situation and would work out uh, where scoot and Dame and everyone's there. And I guess with that Dame situation, How's Anthony Simons feeling? I mean, his name is in every tray. Hey, we want to get rid of you. I'm assuming Joe Cronin has spoken with him and says, hey, you, if a trade comes up, we're probably going to trade you. If not, we, you know, you're being traded because we value you. You're awesome. We like you. So if it doesn't work out, we're, we're all good. I hope that communication is going on. Yeah, and I'm sure it is. I mean, there's no... There's nothing devious going on. It seems to be open communication. Now, again, we're just speculating because we're outsiders wondering what's happening. But the sense is, yeah, no one's going to get screwed over here. And I don't think there's going to be any hard feelings one way or the other. It's a, it's a love fest in Portland. A lot, of, a lot of incense and sage being burned. Let's talk about free agents and Dame. Well, it's hard for me to imagine outside of the lure of Dame of wanting to play in Portland currently. Now, as we know, the current situation in Portland is a little bit like a, a Mad Max landscape or as close to it as we've seen anywhere else. So not exactly, let's see here, Burnside Bridge or South Beach. Let's see, Rocco's Pizza or uh, the Clevelander Hotel. Right? <laughs> it's not much of a matchup. So outside of Dame, I'm not sure that the lore is there at the present moment. So I'm going to step in. Um, well, since we're talking about free agencies, free agent period has just started. And uh, Sham Sharania reports that the Warriors and Draymond Green have agreed on a four-year, $100 million contract. So that takes Draymond Green out of the Portland dream. He was not in Portland, as Dwight James reported the other day. They did not rent out Burgerville and discuss coming to Portland. So Draymond Green sticking with the Warriors. Yeah, that's the best move. And that's not really a surprise at all. And if you're any other club in the NBA, do you want to listen to Draymond for a full season and possibly have to wear mouthpieces whenever he's around? Ah, get punched in the face. Yeah. So that that's a big guy off the board. Portland does not need any more guards or small guys or need to get a, a, a Brooke Lopez or, you know, they were talking earlier today that, uh, there was a possibility of Jeremy Grant going to Detroit. Detroit made a trade for Joe Harris, so that cap money is kind of gone. And so it kind of is signaling that Grant is going to be back. Who else do we got out there in free agency as a big man? Well, with the new CBA, the collective bargaining agreement, which I have not read, and I'm not sure of all the intricacies of it, it's hard to say who you would want. It's more like who is available to you. And that's what's cloudy right now. We don't know who's available. Now, if you ask me if I could take anyone, regardless of the financial situation or anything, I go back to Detroit and I think a player like Jalen Duran 
is a perfect fit for the Blazers. He's young, he's athletic, he wants to get offensive rebounds. He's a total dog. That's the kind of player that I would love to see with this team because I think you got to go a little bit bigger right now. Yes, we're in a log jam situation at the two and the one and even the three. So I go bigger, the better right now. Now I am a little bit of a um, big manophile. Basically, I love big men. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a fan of the, of the Jalen Duran types, of the offensive rebound-minded guys. So ideally, I'd want a player right, right in, that, in that sphere for this current club. And there's not too many options out there. And we'll, we'll see what happens in the trade market and the free agency is the next couple of days. But my feeling is, is uh, we're going to get, uh, I mean, Drew Eubanks is rumored he's going to sign with the Phoenix Suns. Uh, that's the talk today. Uh, we did let go Watford of Watford. We sent qualifying offers to the two younger guys there. So it's interesting to see how we're going to fill out this roster for um, the future for the young guys. Yeah, this just in from the Woj 10 seconds ago. Free agent Kyle Kuzma has agreed to a four-year, $102 million to stay in Washington with the Wizards. Yeah, and that's probably a good decision because, well, he can be a star there. We talk about Jordan Poole, who's headed over to Washington. Talk about an absolute, absolute change of the landscape in Washington. That guy might might average 30 a game. That's a quick turnaround. Fire the general manager, come in, clean house, get everything in order. As, yeah. I, was, as I was speaking, Drew Rubanks, uh, former Portland Trailblazers, has agreed to a two-year deal with the Phoenix Suns. Not good for Drew. So that's a, that's a lock there for Drew. And maybe you just want to get away from mom and dad and Troutdale and just relax <laughs> in Phoenix. Who knows? Well, the shack of Troutdale is moving <laughs> on. Yeah, vintage shirts. Uh, if you had one, you sold one. That is now a collector's item. You can buy on eBay for about $500. Shack of Troutdale in Phoenix. Okay, well, good for Drew Eubanks. Um, I do have a feeling, though, that he has peaked and that Portland is his natural place and his natural home. So I wish Drew the best and uh, good luck in Phoenix. Good luck, Drew Eubanks. We appreciate your enthusiasm and mom and dad will miss you i'm sure they'll love going to phoenix in the in the winter time thanks drew so yeah free agents are coming off the board here in our free agent special here on the 77 podcast no blazer movement as of right now of this podcast so that brings us to only in portland section you and i are going to play gm and i, I like this uh, i like this game because i've been playing it uh for the last couple months of whenever i talk shop with uh, my laker friend and we go back and forth of oh you know you should just tear this down so if i was the gm and i'm joe cronin or I'm Mike Doherty. I'm the general manager of the Portland Trailblazers. I have Dame Lillard. I just made an awesome draft. I have Shaden Sharp. I have Anthony Simons. I have Grant, who can't go anywhere. I'm saying, hey, Dame, we appreciate it. Where do you want to go? What do you want to do? If you want to stay, you stay. This is what we're going to do. If you want to go, I'll help you out. Give us a draft pick. Give us a, maybe a young guy. I'll work with you. We hope you get a championship. Maybe you come back. You know, we'll celebrate you. Your number will be in the rafters. We love you. And but I got this young team. It's my second year as general manager. I want to run with this. I want. I want my own Denver Nuggets. I want my own OKC. I want my own Sacramento Kings. Uh, and now, now put to that list the Washington Wizards. Quick turnaround. I, I just want to get in the game and I want I want to develop these young guys and I'll give Chauncey one more year 
Uh, if, if it's not him, hey, I wonder. Terry Stoss is just an assistant. I can bring him back anytime. He can he can run this squad. That that's what I'm doing. What are you doing? Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm going younger. I'm staying young, and I'm going big. I'm, you, you need a little bit of size right now, so that's what I'm looking for. We discussed it earlier. You know that I'm a I'm a guy who loves big men, but it's really shoe fits here. So if I make any changes as a GM, if I'm the GM. Probably first thing I do is I look to get bigger right away. You know, Drew was only the one of the only few true big men that the Blazers had had rostered. So hopefully, hopefully go in that direction. It looks like the Phoenix Suns are uh, stockpiling free agents. Uh, they just signed guard Damian Lee one-year deal with the Phoenix Suns, and as well as Diop with the Phoenix Suns. They are very active right now, but does that surprise you considering what the new owner has done the moment he stepped in the door? doesn't surprise me at all, but it seems a little bit hasty. The Suns organization right now just seems a little bit hasty and hurried, and we're borderline out of control here. Now, you know, easy to eat crow at the end of the season with a guy like Kevin Durant on your club and this team could end up winning the championship. But in my eyes, it doesn't seem like that right now. It just seems hasty. It seems rushed. It seems a little impulsive. So, you know, normally in this situations, if it were an individual player, I'd say good luck, but it's an organization that, you know, I just don't believe in right now. So no good luck for Phoenix. Yeah, I mean, those were the dream owners. Reminds me of like Trader uh, Trader Bob Witzit back in the day when we had uh, overweight Sean Kemp, Detlef Shrimp, Steve Smith. Who else? Anybody else you could name was on the Blazer roster. Scotty Pippen, yeah. uh, the Arvita Sabonis, and that's when you had you know he at the time Paul Allen was like the second richest man in the world. He could throw that money out there, but this whole second apron talk and uh, salary cap that I supposed to put trying to put a stop from, you know, players moving, people signing weird contracts, and that's supposed to hopefully uh, level out the playing field throughout the NBA for small market and big market teams. Yeah, and I like it. I mean, they implement new rules all the time as a sign of development, not only in the league, but a sign of development in the society. So when things have to get changed, they change them. You know, the NBA is on the forefront of almost everything um, socially, technologically. So, yeah, I'm on board with what they do. I think it's a good move. I think when it's all said and done with Dame Lillard, I'm hoping that they treat Dame Lillard like they treated Clyde Drexler and said, hey, go to Houston, win a championship with your buddy. Go to Miami, win a championship with your you know, your other buddy. Have a good time. Seems like, seems like uh, the best predictor of future events our past performances. So let's hope that the Blazers uphold that tradition. Yeah. Go Blazers. I'm excited. I, I don't think I've ever been, you know, this excited about a Blazer team. And that's going through the J.R. Ryder, Jimmy Jackson years. I don't think anyone's ever said, I haven't been this excited since Isaiah Ryder in a long time. <laughs> Easy Ryder. I've ever been excited since J.R. Ryder. Yeah. Don't get him confused with J.R. Smith either. So J.R. Ryder and J.R. Smith are similar, but not the same. Yeah. Well, you know, you love one J.R., you love them all. <laughs> I love him what the Blazers' uh, future holds. Summer League's going to be fun. 
So tune in for that. And now what you want to jump to, if, if you have anything more to say about uh, your, your GM role in Portland. Yeah, go big. That's it. Go big. Go big or go home. That wraps up episode one of the 77 podcast show. I'm your host, Mike DC, along with Bo Diesel. We'll see you in the next episode, hopefully with Damian Lillard news. Thanks, Mike. It was fun. Let's get out of here.